Christ and mass the Lord God bless us in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. It's time for the word of the living God that whether the word of God will accomplish what has been said to do, it will prosper in it in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I hand over to Pastor Friday, the Monica for the word. Good morning, Good morning, Good morning brethren. All the pastors in my house, I greet you all. Uh, Good morning, give sir. God the glory, we give God the honor. Great things he's doing with us in this platform. And we are believing that he will continue to do more in the name of Jesus. Amen. He will encourage us to serve him. And he will encourage us to even be in the place of prayers continually in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Right. Shall we just pray? <clears throat> Father, we just want to say thank you. Jehovah, we give you praise. We give you honor for who you are. And for what you have done and for what you are doing and all that you are yet to do, Father, we praise you. We give you thanks. We ask Amen. that you receive all our praises to yourself in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Lord, this morning you have brought us into your presence all by yourself and all by your spirit. We ask, O oh God, that you will strengthen us. Lord, Amen. give us understanding of your word. Lord, we ask, O oh God, that as we indeed, O oh God, will finish, revelations will flood our spirit that would make us, O oh God, to run even with you the more. And that, Father in heaven, our lives continually on daily basis will bring you praise, will bring you Amen. Hope, will bring you Amen. great testimonies Amen. in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I yield myself unto you, O oh God. Help me, my God, that I will not speak of myself, but, oh God, even as you will be glorified, open down my lips and speak to me, that Amen. at the end, you alone will be glorified. Amen. Thank you, Father. Blessed be thy name. For in Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Uh, I want to thank God for the said man, Pastor uh, when he got to me uh, to tell me that he will he will want me to stand in with God this morning. And I give God all the glory and um, I ask God, this is the end of the month. And so we are to go into the new month. I don't know what to speak and I don't know how indeed he would want me to come up with a message. There was a message I had written down, uh, which I am trying to bring before the people. I thought he would bring me there, but all of a sudden, he brought me to say, the, end, the day you are speaking is the end of the month, and the next day will be the new month. I said, wow. And so he dropped a word into my spirit. And this morning, I want to encourage myself and yourself to just come before God to know that God himself has already ordained us and has prepared us and is like the prayer point of our brother just now. He said, the spirit of consistency in the place of prayers. And then, if we give up, we are not consistent. If we stand in for him, we are not, we, if we stand in with him, we are consistent and it is only him that can make things happen. And so I want to speak to us this morning with what I understand, staying in the place of fruitfulness. 
always staying in the place of fruitfulness. That my life and your life will bring us fruitful, will bring God fruitfulness and will bring ourselves fruitfulness. It will make us to come before God to say we are rejoicing. In the place of marriage, he wants us to be fruitful. In the place of business, he wants us to be fruitful. In the place of our Christian work, he wants us to be fruitful. Our children, even ourselves who are equally studying, he wants us to be fruitful. In every aspect of our lives, he, his design is that he wants us to be fruitful. He said, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. That you would come out on daily basis to show yourself to the world that behold, I have made you to be fruitful. You have not chosen me, I have chosen you. And that you should go and bear fruit so that when you come out, you display yourself. People will know that ah, fruitfulness from heaven is upon you. You become a testimony, you become a praise. You become who God wants you to be continually. So fruitfulness has to come from God. If we must be fruitful, it has to be God. If we must be fruitful in every aspect of our lives, it has to be God. And if it is not God, the fruitfulness will not will never come. It can come for a day, it will not be lasting. Like I said, ever in the place of what faithfulness, I am talking of the fruitfulness that comes from God. And the understanding God gave to me, I took it from the book of Genesis. Genesis chapter 41. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a long chapter. And you all know the story much more than I do. But I just took a part that the Spirit of God wants me to take to read to us this morning. And then we run from there. Genesis chapter 41, I read from verses 33 to verse 38. And then in 33 he said, Now therefore let Pharaoh look out a man discreet and wise and set him over the land of Egypt. Let Pharaoh do this and let him appoint officers over the land and take up the fifth part of the land of Egypt in the seven plenteous years. Verse 35, he said, and let them gather all the food of those good years and come, that, sorry, that come and lay up corn under the under the hand of Pharaoh, and let them keep food in the what in the cities, tortoises, and that food shall be for store to the land against seven years of famine, which shall be in the land of Egypt, that the Lord, that the land perish not through the famine. Verse 37, and the thing which was good in the ears of Pharaoh and in the ears of all his servants. Verse 38 now. He now in verse 38, he, was, he, he now gave Pharaoh the counsel. And then in verse 38, hear what Pharaoh has said. He said, and Pharaoh said unto his servants, can we find such a one as this is a man? in whom the Spirit of God is. And then, like I said, I took this for a purpose. 
If you look again in the in verse 33, he said, Pharaoh, this is my counsel. Pharaoh called this man after he had a dream. Nobody could interpret it. And then he was looking for a man who can interpret this dream. And then one of the people that Pharaoh would have interpreted this dream in the prison now told Pharaoh there is a man who can interpret dreams. And he said, okay, go and get him. They changed his clothes, those other, other messages again. Changed his clothes and he looked very good to stand before Pharaoh. And then when he stood before Pharaoh, he now told, Pharaoh told him the dreams, two in one. And then he said, well, from what I can see, these two dreams just mean one thing, that God wants to do and God has destined to do. And that, behold, in this place, there is going to be seven years of what? Plenteous, fruitfulness. Everywhere will be flooded with food. But another seven years is coming again that is going to meet with famine. And so he doesn't, he doesn't know what to do. And so the meaning of this dream is that seven years you will have plenty of food. Seven years will come, there will be famine and there will be nothing to eat. So in order for you to stay fruitful in this land of Egypt, this is the counsel that God wants me to tell you. Look for discreet men and look for what? For men that are wise. Look for discreet, discreet men and men that are wise. When you put these men in office to be the managers of this very of, of this very big store that is going to house the plenteous season, you will never be in hunger again. Like I said, God wants us to be what it to be in the place of what fruitfulness. Ever living in the place of fruitfulness. So, Pharaoh, how can this fruitfulness be sustained in this land that there will be no famine? Pharaoh, how can you be able to live in this plenteous season and there will be no moment of lacking? And so, he now told him, look for discreet men and men that are wise. And if we look to the book of Matthew chapter 7, if you read verses 20, 24 and 25 there, he will tell you how to look for discreet men, men who can design the season, men who can design what, the, the period of what? Of fruitfulness. And men who can be able to look into what is happening and how can we preserve this season of plenteous. How can we decide to get this man out? And how can we decide to get this wise man that will be able to keep this period of what? Fruitfulness that will never in any way be swallowed up with the period of famine. How can you get them out? And so if we, if we look at the book of Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 and 25, there you will hear how God has asked him, to tell Pharaoh, and how can he get people that are discreet and people that are wise? He said, I will liken you to, to, to who a wise man is, a man who can discern, a man who can design the times and who can look into the season and tell you this is what I believe God 
is wanting us to do. And such a man can only be gotten from those that are what? That are doers. I mean, that knows the word of God and that are doers of the word of God. He said, I will liken you to who a wise man is. A wise man is the man that will what? That will in every way hear the word of God and would receive the word of God and be a, a doer of the word of God. And so any man that is in this place is a wise man. And so, Pharaoh, this is how to look into the system, into your people, and choose a discrete man, a man who can design the time, men who are wise. You can only get them by the word of God. Brethren, I want to believe that God speaking to myself and yourself today is making us to understand that. Look at yourself and tell yourself that you are a discreet man, you are a wise man. Why? Because you are what? Taking the word of God, believing the word of God, receiving the word of God, and walking with the word of God. These are people that you can be able to say, these are wise men. I mean, recently, understanding came to me. I have some stubborn siblings. And in me, I wanted to just turn my back against them. And why this message was coming to me, like I said, I, I, I have been looking at this message for some time now. And then we just, I think the, the day following it was when our pastor now sent, uh, sent me a message to tell me that he wants me to minister today. And I said, wow, okay. And then just before I would be concluding, the Lord said to me, look at the situation of these your siblings. You look at what God is doing in the church. You are only able to commend them, like Paul said. I commend now. I commend you unto God and to the word of His power that is able to build you up and give you your own inheritance among the saints that are sanctified. He said, when you commit them into the word of God and you put, you declare the word of God upon them. Behold. The word of God will be doing a work inside of them, a work of regeneration, a work of transformation, a work of renewal. And that is what you, the result that you are seeing in the church today. And so apply this same system on your siblings. Ooh, it took me a while. I think that, that period of discussion started about 2 a.m. And 4 a.m. we're still we're still working on it. How how can I now now do this among sixteen children? When these are adults and not not just small children. And finally, I said, "Okay, God, I receive your grace to work with them." And a session of them called me daybreak, and then they talked with me, and I said, "Well, I think." We have to apply the word of God. I sent a text message to them and making them to understand that, look, amongst all of us, 16 of us, more than two thirds, we are all pastors and we are workers in the church of God. And then I'm trying to make them to understand what it takes to work in the place of unity. And it takes nothing but receiving and applying the word of God. And I want to thank God for the group, for, for the for the little understanding that started coming out among the few that that had it, and that under one week now, I want to thank God for the grace of God that is working out understanding in them all. And it is my prayer too that this understanding will work with us even on this platform this morning and forevermore in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And so 
trying to tell myself and yourself that behold, look at how Pharaoh is being advised by Joseph to make out men who are discreet and men who are wise. Look at the word of God. Check the word of God. Look at the people that are in the land who are those that are walking with the word. Indirectly, God was using what the scripture is preaching now to Pharaoh. And that is what God does in our own system as well. And I want to thank God that by the little understanding, when Pharaoh presented this counsel, sorry, when Joseph presented this counsel to Pharaoh, what happened? Pharaoh did not in any way reject this counsel. And Pharaoh received the counsel as the spirit of God. And I pray that my God and your God will give us understanding to in every way receive the word of God. Stay there and walk with the word of God that everything about our life shall produce fruitfulness unto God in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Again, going forward again, look at how God himself is trying to make understanding to come to Pharaoh by the hands of Joseph. Like I said, ever staying in the place of fruitfulness. And if myself and yourself must get a harvest in any way, we need to plant a seed. Without a seed, there will be no harvest. Without a seed, there will be no fruitfulness. Without a seed, there will be nothing to eat. And so God himself is trying to teach Pharaoh a principle that does not fail. We serve the almighty God that does not fail, and it is my prayer that continually this God will stand with us as the God that never faileth in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So Amen. In the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 10, he said something there, that God giveth give seed for two purposes, or for two reasons. Number one of it is that when he put a seed in your hands, it gives what it gives seed to the what to the sower, more seed to plant, so that he will keep it to do what to plant again. And then number two is to give bread to the eater. So, brethren, I am saying to yourself and myself, how can God keep us in the place of ever living in fruitfulness? It is for yourself and myself to have seed, to have seed in our hands. And the reason why God would have given us seed is to go to what? Is to give us more seed to plant again in the next season. Because the more seed you plant, the more fruit you will harvest. The more, the, the more you are going to get in into your storehouse. And then when you have when you have seed to plant again the next thing, there are going to be a supply of God that God is going to put in your life that will now be food to the eater, bread to the eater. Wow. Brethren, I want to I want you to look at yourself. I want you to look at yourself. How are you in sower of this of, of what of the, the seed that God has put into your hands? Somehow, somehow now, when as I'm talking now, somebody could be looking out to say, Oh, how do I pay my tithe? Yes, it's part of it. How do I give offering? Yes, it's part of it. How do I give to a neighbor? Yes, it's part of it. How do I help the poor around me? Yes, it is part of it. How do how, how am I a helper of another person? Yes, it is part of it. In the book of Luke, chapter 8, verse 11, he said, The seed is the word of God. 
the seed is the word of God. Now the parable is the seed is the word of God. Tithe and other of and offerings and everything. Yes, they are part of the seed that God would agree unto you. But what I am particular about is that living a life of what fruitfulness that will never run dry. It can only come by the seed of the word of God. How do you receive the word of God? How do you in every way apply the word of God? In the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 11 there, if you look at verses, he was telling you, he said, in the morning, don't in any way withhold your hand from sowing a seed. In the new time, demonstrate it. In the new time, demonstrate it because you don't know which one is going to prosper. Brethren, the principle that Joseph gave to Pharaoh was this. At a point, he now told the people, you can see that your money has failed. Go and bring your seed. I will tell you what it will do. By the time you give me your seed, I am going to plant the seed. I am going to, in every way, after a season, it will bring out what? A great harvest. And from the harvest, that I am going to get, I am going to give you food. Brethren, I want to ask you and myself a question. How do we apply the word of God to our daily life? The month of June is just tomorrow. The month of June is just tomorrow. On the, in not just one day, I am saying on your daily life, how do you apply the word of God? Ever living in the place of fruitfulness. The seed is the word of God. If you don't in any way plant a seed, it will not bring you a harvest. And the seed is the word of God. In the land of Egypt, money failed. In the land of Egypt, every other thing you can think of as an investment failed, but it is only the seed that in every way produced more fruitfulness for the people. And the land survived that the, the period of the famine. It is my prayer, no matter the design of the enemy, that they, they, they would have put between before you and be, between the ministry and before your calling, that behold, that you will in every way be destroyed by the spirit of famine. The Lord himself would be the fruitfulness in your life because why? He is the one that in every way gives increase to the seed that is sown. So let us apply the seed of the word of God into our daily lives. Your children, you want them fruitful. Yourself as a wife, you want yourself fruitful. Yourself as a husband, you want yourself fruitful. In the ministry, you want fruitfulness. Everything about us, God desires us to be fruitful. I, I am saying that this morning, have a new understanding. Have a greater understanding that the seed is the word of God. The more you apply the word of God, the seed of the word of God to your daily life, behold. Oh, you will stay in the place of what fruitfulness. And if you refuse the word of God, God will refuse you. God will reject you. That's what he said in the book of Proverbs 13, 13. If you reject the word of God, God too will reject you. And so how are you working with the word of God? I mean, I, I want to have, I want, I want us to demonstrate understanding. When you hear the word of God, are you still waiting for another thing? I mean, my understanding is this, 
If I will tell you the truth, some people want to say that when when praise worship, you hear the chorister or the soloist or whoever is leading, he will open, he will he will fine tune his or her or her voice, and then you oh, you say, the spirit of God is is there? No, 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 no. Every time the word of God is in your heart, the spirit of God is in you. Anytime you touch the Bible, the spirit of God is there. We are standing on holy ground. For when where the Spirit of God is, there is liberty there. When you hold the Bible, when you read the verse of the Bible, that is the Spirit of God walking inside of you. Don't wait for the time that you hear the the, the, the choir master or the choir mistress fine tune his tongue or his voice or her voice before you want to think that oh the Spirit of God is in this place moving me. No, 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 no. When you hear the Word of God, when you read the Word of God in the pages of the Bible, brethren, and you have the understanding to stay in it, I tell you the truth that you will see God walking with you in every aspect of your life. It is my prayer that a new understanding will come to us and that we will be in the place of what being doers of the word of God, walking daily with the word of God, and that everything that sees us and everyone that sees us will be able to say, I see the word of God in this person's life. I read the word of God in this person's life. May God bring us to that point that we will already be fruitful in God in Jesus' name. He wants us to be fruitful. And the only way we can stay fruitful is to apply the word of God. I mean, it is only what you have that you can give. As I begin to think of how to bring this message to, to, to a close so that we can do some prayers this morning, you can only give what you can only give out what you have. And look at the way God described how He regenerated you. I mean, I don't know if you have heard it from me, but if you have not heard it for hear it now. And if you have heard it before, hear it again. I, for one, I was a big drunk. When you talk, when you call a drunkard, oh my God, you needed to see me. When I mean, in Nigeria those days, a beer parlor woman drove me and my friend out of her beer parlor because he said, she said, no, uh, uh, what do you mean? I did not open my store for just the two of you today. We're not, we're not, we're not fighting. We're not even for meeting. We're eating and drinking. And then she drove us out. Drove us out. And then look at when God was going to, in every way, look down from heaven to say, enough is enough in the life of Friday. In the book of First Corinthians, sorry, First Peter chapter 1, if you read verse 23 there, he said, he redeemed me, he regenerated me, he transformed me, he changed me into another man from being a drunk from being a drunkard, from being a non-entity that I was, he regenerated me by what? By the incorruptible seed of the word of God. By the incorruptible seed of the word of God, he changed me into the man he has brought me even to be in him and to walk in him. Thank God. I don't know if, if it was between it was Lady Cool, Pamela that, that raised a, a, a prayer point last week. He said, as we have received Christ, let's walk in him. 
And so he has in every way regenerated us and transformed us and turned us into another man for him by the spirit, by the incorruptible seed of the word of God. So we can only give what we have. The word of God is what God has used to change us into who we are now. And it is, the, it is the same word of God that he wants you to pass on to your children, pass it on to your to, to your what, to your spouse, pass it on. I mean, I was reading a prayer point yesterday in our group. I told them, I said, I said, I said, your spouse is who is who he is or who, who she is or doing whatever he or she is doing all because of you. Your children are doing what they are doing because of because of you. I mean, I read a I, I read a scripture that yesterday an understanding came to me that look at the man called Elisha. He was dead, buried, and then somebody else was being buried and mistakenly they threw his corpse to meet the body of Elisha. A corpse raised up a dead man. That is a man like myself. And so the seed of the word of God has turned us into who we are. And so he wants us to walk in that same spirit of the word of God. He wants us to give what we have. And so the, the, the word of God is inside of you and is inside of me. Let's give it to our family. Let's give it to our friends. Let's give it to our siblings. I mean, those of us that are ministers, let's go into the church and give the incorruptible seed of the word of God out. And then we'll see fullness all around us. We'll see the greatness of God all around us. We serve a God that does not fail. We serve a God who is good. We serve a God who is kind. He is our healer. He is our deliverer. He wants to do more of these things. Thank God for Reverend Williams last week. He said, he said, building your confidence around the name of Jesus. Brethren, we can build our confidence around the word of God. Every verse of the Bible, every, every page of the Bible. Let's see how we can build our life around the word of God. I mean, the word of God is God and God is his word. And if we begin to be doers of the word and carriers of the word and demonstrators of the word of God, that means we are living in heaven here before we get to the real heaven. So if you neglect the word of God, if you reject the word of God, you are rejecting heaven. Ever living in the place of fruitfulness, staying in the place of fruitfulness, that is what God desires of you and myself. And so this morning, I want to round up by telling you, myself and myself, that every object will maintain a motionless position until a higher object is applied to it. You cannot move any object that behold that 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 what what you want to apply to move it is not higher or heavier than the other force. And that is what the Bible says that behold, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void. It shall prosper, it shall give a change, it shall bring, it shall move, it shall relocate. It shall relocate the situation, the position. When we learn to apply the word of God, every, every object can remain in a motionless position until a higher object is applied. And the Bible says, so shall my word be. Let's apply the word of God to our system, to our living, to every area of our life. It is my prayer that beginning from today in a new dimension, 
we will begin to see fruitfulness, greater fruitfulness around us in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Greater fruitfulness around us in the name of Jesus Christ. Brethren, I want us to go into the place of prayers. You want to talk to God. As I am living this month of May. Everything that, that tried to make me to reject the word of God. Everything that tried to make me not to walk with the word of God. Lord, I ask that behold by your spirit. Drop them out of my life. Lord, I am asking you to, to take me out of them. Take me out of them. Can you hear me? The songwriter said, I am dying, oh Lord. I have heard that voice and he told your love to me. For this reason, draw me nearer to you. You want to talk to God this morning? Lord, I am asking you everything that tried to put me in the place of what? Of stagnancy. Everything that tried to make me not to walk with your word. Everything that tried to make me to live in the place of famine, not agreeing with your word. Lord, I am asking you, lift me out of them. Let me. I begin to go into Lord, I am asking you to lift me out of every weight. Lift me out of every heaviness. Lift me out of every place that the enemy wants me to be. I want to rise up. I want to go forward. I want to be fruitful unto you. I want every aspect of my life to be fruitful unto you. Lord, I pray thee, let your spirit lift me up. The Bible says that before, I want to be fruitful. I want my ministry to be fruitful. I want my calling to be fruitful. I want my own to be fruitful. I want my spouse to be fruitful. I want my children to be fruitful. I want fruitfulness in every aspect of my life, spiritually, physically, financially. I want to see your fruitfulness. I want you to, in every way, make me fruitful. It, it can only come from you. It can only come from you. My God, I yield myself unto you. I want to be a Jehovah in the world of God in this new time. As I go into the front of you, Lord, I want you to read the facts from the Bible. I want you to see my character. I want you to see my character. I want you to eat everywhere and say, Lord, this is a child of the living God. Brethren, cry unto God. Cry unto God. Cry unto God. Cry unto God. This morning, God Himself wants us to be God Himself wants us to be delighted. He wants us to bring honor to him. He wants us to bring glory to him. Tell God this morning, Lord, I am asking you out of me, oh God, let there be a living water flowing out of me. Living water flowing out of me. A living water flowing out of me to reach my neighborhood, my coordinates, to reach my neighborhoods. Lord, I am let your living water by your word. Let your word, oh God, flow out of me. Thank you, Blessed be the name. Jesus, precious name, we have prayed. Amen. I want to, I want to lift up the. I want us to pray this life prayer as we go into the month of June. That your life should just in every way in. Interpret this scripture to somebody. Your appearance. I mean, I went to work. When I went to work, I was meeting a worker for the first time who, who is just newly employed. And so when 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 after seeing seeing her, and then I went to drop my bag, 
And then after I was turning, I saw the, the, the lady coming to me and said, ah, I learned you are a pastor. I said, wow, who told you that? She pointed the other the other uh, worker to He said, you know why I ask? He said, the way you came in, your dressing is a different one. Your look is a different one. And then I was forced to ask, ah, who is this man? Look at his character. Look at his person. He's just a different person. And then she was now told, the man you just saw is a pastor. Wow. And I said, God, thank you. So you want to talk to God. I want my life to interpret Christ to somebody. I want my life. I want my grace. I want my appearance. I want my, my utterance. I want my family. I want my life, my home to in every way speak Christ to somebody. Let somebody see me and see Christ. Let somebody hear me and begin to hear, hear the voice of Christ. You want to talk to God. Lord, as I go into the month of June, I am Jesus. I want to stay in the place of fruitfulness. The seed did not fail in the land of Egypt. It is my prayer that the seed will not fail us this time around. In the name of Jesus, it is my prayer that the seed will not fail us. The seed will bring us fruitfulness. The seed will bring us increment. The seed of the word of God will bring a regeneration even to the people and to the community around us. And we all shall be testifiers unto the Almighty God. Thank you, Father. Blessed be thy name, Lord. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Amen. Pastor, sir. The Lord bless you, sir. Amen. Every question has come out in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.